Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn. And we're here to advise you. But actually, today is a little bit different. We have a guest. Yes, we do. Which we're very excited we about. Have two guests. But before we get to that, I do want to remind you guys, next week, Starks, our October series. We're very mm. excited about it. The stories are coming in. They're horrifying. They're terrifying. And we're very excited to share them but with they're you. they're great. You're doing a great job. In the job. best way. <laughs> in the best way. Um, so be sure to check us out next week. We're going to be putting up fun videos again. We're going to be in our costumes again. And we're going to be sharing scary stories. So yeah. look forward to that. Today, however, we have a fun guest. Yep. Take it away, guests. Darren. Guests. Last week we had one. Today we have two. We're just Tomorrow on fire. we're gonna have. No, I'm just kidding. We're on fire. Um, we are joined today by two just freaking dope, solid guys mm-hmm. that are in a band called Fly by Midnight. Mm-hmm. Super freaking talented. Their songs are bops, and um, we're super pumped to. We interviewed them about music, creative process, all of the above, and uh, quarantine. Yeah, so. something that you guys have been writing in a lot this year about how to stay inspired, how to stay motivated, how to stay creative and stuff like that. So yeah, let's get into the episode. Let's get it, let's get it. <laughs> hey guys. Hey, hello, what's up? <laughs> well, virtual wave. Um, Everyone in our audience right now is like, wait, is that a male voice? Yeah, they're like, what's going on? There's always two guys. We don't have many male interactions on this show, so this is great. Awesome. It's a big deal. It's always the two of us. <laughs> Happy to be a part so, of So um, yeah. we're super pumped to have you guys on here. Thank you so much. And we'd love to just like get to know you guys. Also like hear about what quarantine's been like as a creative. We have fans that sent in a bunch of questions. So Fun not Q&A. too juicy, but hopefully a little juicy. Yeah. Fun. Just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, just the right amount. We're stoked to be able to talk to you guys. I think in quarantine, we're always down to make new friends right now, right? Because we're not going out. Oh we're not meeting gosh. people. So yeah. Yeah. you guys are our, our new virtual friends. So <laughs> Honored. Yeah. Honored. Thank you. <laughs> well, let's start off with just like a whole little, like like a quick little bio about you guys. Where did you meet? What your names are? Name of the band? All that good stuff. Go for it. Cool. So I'm Slavo. Yeah, I'm Justin. This is Justin. Uh, we met in New York Staten Island specifically, about seven years ago. I moved yeah. up from Florida. And uh, yeah, our, our backgrounds are pretty different, which is always fun to talk about. Justin kind of grew up on musical theater, and I was yeah. like, a, like a screamo punk scene dude. So music-wise, we totally <laughs> nice. came from Love different it. backgrounds, which is why I feel like pop is like right in the middle of both of those. It's, like a happy it's the like in the yeah. middle happy place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so we met, uh, like Salevo said, he moved from Florida um, to Staten Island about seven, eight years ago. And um, I'm born and raised there, and I was working in a studio out there, and uh, we kind of linked up and uh, just to write together. And from there, I told Slavo we're going to be a duo, and I don't think he knew what he was getting himself into. He when- didn't just tell me we we're going to be a duo, though. He, like, <laughs> got down on a knee and made it, like, this dramatic thing. He's like, hey, man, <laughs> we're going to do this together, 50-50 marriage. And I, I feel like-, like it should be like that, you know, <laughs> yeah. like a very, like a full commitment, like we're doing the damn yeah. thing. And exactly. I, I'm sure you guys could relate. Like, you, you know, you kind of, you don't realize how, like, important something's going to be it's taking up like our entire life now you know we're really like stuck with each other whether we like it or not fortunately we like it like 99 percent of the time yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but but we are like brothers a lot of people ask uh if we are brothers um but actually uh, although my name's justin and and you go by slavo but fun fact we're actually both justin so really really yeah yeah so if we were brothers so where did slavo come from 
Slavo, so my last name is Slavin, and I played football growing up, and all the kids on the team used to call me Slavo. It was just something that kind of stuck. And when of I course, met him, and we were doing this thing, we'd literally be in the studio, and someone would say Justin, and we'd both look. It was like the typical, both have the same name kind of thing. And yeah. So uh, I yeah, told him, I was like, it. I got a nickname. We could use that, and then just kind of stuck. So Yeah, if we if we were my brothers. My name's Ashley. I fully get it. <laughs> yeah, if we were brothers, and, and uh, we were both Justin, our mom would be super lazy yeah, yeah. Um, for naming us. Or really cool. Who knows? Or really cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, and it's been, and we've just been working together ever since. It's been really, really dope. And um, we moved from New York to L.A. this past January. So we had about two months of fun before uh, kind of everything changed. Yeah, that was really poor timing. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, to really like get, our, finally our, get here and then just be like locked in. Yeah, I for mean, the rest you should have checked that a pandemic <laughs> wasn't coming. Well, kind uh, of, we would have asked you if we, if we knew you guys by then. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because I, I totally would have known. Kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Um, um, so, wait. So how long? How long have you guys been an official, an official item band? I would thing? say we always joke about this because it's like. It's like being in a relationship and, and one of you doesn't know the, the, the actual start date and then the other one gets mad, but we don't get mad about it. But he always says like six years. I swear it's five years. Um, yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. And it's crazy because you spend every day with someone and it feels like you've been friends for like life. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably five or six years. Yeah. Somewhere in, in that uh, time span. Yeah. Are, are you guys roommates also or are you do you have separate places? So he lives. You live in NoHo with... Uh, Actually, our buddy, who's also a videographer from New York, um, they live together. And then yep. I live uh, here next to the studio. So the studio's in the back of my house, but I live here with oh, my Oh, that's so fiance. nice. That's oh, so awesome. nice. That's so convenient. That's like the dream. Yeah. Just walk walk outside and there's To be your, honest, when yeah, we lived in, there's uh, office. when we had the studio in Staten Island, it got to the point where um, I was living there, like, on, like in the studio. Mm -hmm. So that was like kind of crazy. For like two years, we were doing that, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. I was I was like kind of fed up with it. I finally moved out. Ended up in um, Lindhurst, New Jersey, and I had to go over the bridge every day. It was like a $15 toll. And so I'm like, this is kind of like a happy medium for me because I still have to get up and leave the house and come out to the studio, which <laughs> yeah. is like literally like a two-second walk. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, it's definitely uh, refreshing. I, I just remembered when we used to, um, when Slavo used to live in the studio in Staten Island, I'd come some mornings and he would, like, <laughs> in his pajamas, like, roll out of bed and start making music. And it was a weird... I was making quarantine a cool thing before it was, like, ever a cool thing. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> exactly. So you're thriving right now. Just, like, 11 a.m., just drinking a beer. Justin, what's up? Come in. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Well, I can only imagine what the grind would be like, because I feel like that's kind of, like... I feel like we're weirdly very similar, like, mm -hmm. the two of you and the two of us. We work together. We're best friends. We, like, kind of created this thing that quickly became our jobs. And um, it's, a, it's, like, a lot of just spending time together. But... Also, we do all our filming, all our recording, especially now during quarantine, from our house. So 90% of the time, we're in, like, sweatshirts and sweatpants. Exactly, yep. And just, yep. like, busting out content because, I mean, you know. It's the quarantine that's kind of the dream. uniform. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It, so it, um, your band is Fly By Midnight. Can you give us, like, how did the name come? Whose idea was it? What does it mean? All that good stuff. Yeah, I wish yeah. it was a more, like, climactic story. Um, we, uh, we had written our first single together and we're ready to release it before we had a name. So it was more like, that's kind of the last thing, uh, especially when we were in New York, working super late hours is a big part of our grind. Um, so we wanted to incorporate some sort of midnight or night reference. And um, we kind of stumbled on Fly By Night, which was a Rush song, so we couldn't use that. Yeah. So we just uh, threw the mid in there and, and haven't looked back, right? We had all these like very obscure, we were trying to like spice it up and come up with something mm -hmm. like generically. 
not generically, organically. We were trying to like go, we were driving around Staten Island and like looking at different street signs. We're like, oh, how can we make this feel like it's like, you know, it's about us. It makes sense. And we literally yeah. spent like a week doing that and couldn't come up with anything. Yeah. I remember we played this one game too, where we're like, all right, we're going to throw out two different words just randomly on the on three and then see what it, it comes together as. And then I think we said like yeah. full grown was a name. And I was like, that just, that's, that's just really wrong. So I think five and minute is better than full grown. That's amazing. Um, question. How would you describe like in a very saturated industry? Um, how would you describe your sound and like what makes it kind of unique yeah. compared to everything else? Yeah, I think in, in what, what keeps it really fresh and exciting for us is although we're in the pop space, we're constantly trying to reinvent and continue to experiment with mm -hmm. what, what pop is. And I think um, mm -hmm. that's a really exciting thing for us lately. We've been doing a lot of collaborations with artists in different spaces, whether it's yeah. uh, Scandinavian pop, whether it's K-pop, uh, hip hop, and really trying to just with, uh, with our music, try to push the needle of what pop could be. And I think also mm -hmm. it's a, yeah. uh, and, and we love this aspect of Fly By Midnight, but it, it is very nostalgic that it's both of us singing. We're constantly kind of yeah, taking yeah. turns. And a lot of people don't know that, but I, if you like know and then listen, you're like, there's no way that's the same voice because he, he has yeah. this low, like yeah. gravelly voice. And I have this like, I, I tried to find the, the nice word for it. It's just high and, and delicate. <laughs> it's a very sweet voice, yeah. That's, that was really nice. It's a very sweet voice. Thanks, Aww. buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was I have good. to listen to it all the time, so. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's a, it's a very nice voice. <laughs> what about like what are some like musical inspirations you draw from? Like what were favorite bands growing up? Where do you get your inspiration? Yeah, when we first started, um, we called it retro pop. So a lot of our influences were for me Billy Joel, like his storytelling as a songwriter. I mean, just in general, I think he's um, a huge inspiration inspiration oh, for me absolutely. personally. But you were always saying Hall and Oates, being that they're both a duo and they both sing and. Uh, stuff like that, the Eagles, Sticks, like a lot of big vocal, big vocal production, uh, a lot of harmonies, anything like yeah. that back in the day. Yeah, I feel like we still incorporate that a lot too, where like these these like pads of vocals coming at you is even very like Queen and like a lot of True. these retro bands. But but like lately, we're obsessed with the 1975. I think what they do is like super. Uh, same. I love me some Maddie. So I think Taryn and I have been to like, so many six concerts wow maybe, i'm jealous but we're big fans we're big yeah, fans. Big yeah. Fans. yeah they're they're <sighs> awesome and even like their aesthetic and and they're like every album's giving something a little bit different i think we really admire that mm -hmm. and, and that's something that we're trying to do we're, we're really you know to, to give a, a different song to your fans every time that has a little bit of a different eclectic influence i think mm -hmm. keeps not only fans on their toes but it keeps it interesting for us we've been doing this for a minute and um luckily and it goes back to quarantine but luckily we're still inspired every day so yeah yeah no that's super cool because it is kind of risky because you have people that come and if they're like obsessed with a specific sound and then you switch it up like some people will be like oh this is cool or some people are like we miss the old you you know what yeah. i mean exactly. so yeah. it's yeah. hard to like know exactly like what response you're gonna get true yeah yeah true. It's, a, it's a really good point and it's something that i think we learned early on where it, you're you're exactly right there's going to be fans that like here i think a big one for for me was like waking up when we put that out yeah. it was a single off of our last album that just to me didn't really make like it didn't make sense it was like wow this is a really like kind of like tropical vibe and and it just didn't add up with some of these alternative flares but but we love the song we wrote the song and mm -hmm. and yeah let's put it out and there's gonna be people that loved it and uh and they did yeah so i i don't think there's any rules anymore you know 
Yeah. No, no. I, and I think, I feel like pop, I mean, any, anything creative, like it's always evolving. It's always changing. And like the goal, I think the healthy place that you would want to be is in a place where you can like move and flow with that growth. Um, that's constantly happening. So that's fun. Yeah. T Swift walked so everyone could run. (laughs) Exactly. She did that crossover and was like, (laughs) that was super inspirational too. That's another example of like, you know, someone to this day, like doing that on that, on that stage and that level of like, you know, presence, she's still able to do something that, that drastic and, and people receive it really well. So I think that's another huge inspiration, I think to everyone. I agree for us. specifically. Yeah. Love her. Um, so what's your writing process like? Um, I know there's two of you. Um, is it like lyrics first? Is it music first? Do you, either of you guys have a specific role that you play in that process that maybe one of you is more gifted at? Or, um, you know, tell us more about how you write together. Yeah, I mean, it changes every time, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, Slavo is uh, primarily the, the producer in the duo. Um, and we're both lyricists and, and we write melodies. I think... And actually, you, you've done this from time and time again, but I, I like, I find myself very obsessed with coming into sessions with an idea or a title or um, some sort of emotion to kind of like kick off the song. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, I mean, it, it changes from time to time. I think what's so interesting about writing with other people and co-writing is if, even if it's something very personal to you, you slowly throughout the session start to find how it resonates with everyone in the room. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. Would you add, add anything to that? No, I mean, yeah, there's, there's so many ways. I mean, like, like he was saying, sometimes it's just a title that we, the, the song vibe that we put out a few years ago was literally, we thought the word vibe was cool. And at the time it was like such a big and new thing. And we were like, oh, let's try something with that and see what happens. And then it just morphed into this idea, this idea of like personalizing it and personifying it and you yep. physically throwing this vibe. And it's just something that kind of happened and it's cool. And even, um, yeah, yeah. like the, the new single, uh, Caffeine was like, we wrote it with our good friend, Brett, who we also wrote our song Lovely with. And um, yeah, we, we came in and I remember you took Elon on for a walk for a second. And we, we had been trying for a long time to write something about caffeine because we're coffee addicts. And, um, yeah, and I was like, let's just write a song Caffeine and figure out how to tie an emotion to it. Like what, what does caffeine mm-hmm. make you feel like? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's like a very open forum. And I'm sure you guys could kind of relate where a good working relationship, creative relationship is throwing ideas in the room and some of them are shit, you know? Uh, and yeah. and <laughs> working through that and, and finding the, the gold, yeah. I know it changes with, you know, from song to song, but how long in general would you say it takes to write a song for you guys? Uh, let's say anywhere between three to four hours. Um, sometimes it's, it's way quicker. We did a song literally uh, as a pitch the other night and it took us maybe like an hour to write it. Um, Dang, but, that's cool. And sometimes it takes us a few days. Sometimes we get stuck in a part and we're like, oh, we'll come revisit this, you know, tomorrow or the mm-hmm. next week or something. And yeah, it really, years. it really depends because Slavo and I, especially the past couple of years, have found like, a really interesting pivot for us where we're working on fly by midnight but we're also because of what fly by midnight's done we've been able to write for other artists as well and and i feel like um yeah it's it's there's so many different circumstances when you write for mm. a certain artist that has a vision things could come together in two hours um for us when it's just the both of us i feel like we tend to harp a bit more on lyrics so it does take a little bit longer yeah it's funny because i'm yeah. definitely the more stubborn one when it comes to like finding the the perfect lyric whatever that may be 
So if, if yeah. it's ever longer, it's usually because I'm just like, no, nah, this ain't good enough. I'm glad he admits that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But usually it's for the best, though, you know, it's trying to get the best product. It, it is for the best, yeah. Yeah, I know, like, I've, well, so I sing, too. Mm. Oh, a little feature. Brush my shoulders off. There we go. Um, but I always struggled with writing because it was either like that, like, either the song would come so fluid and it would just be like, you know, puking out the lyrics, or I just would get stuck on like one like line that I was obsessed with, but I couldn't figure it out. Mm. And I remember the first time I did like a writing session with other people, it went so smooth and it was just so cool. Cause we did that. I think you just mentioned like kind of like a concept first. So I would be like, okay, I want to write about, you know, this guy that like fell in love with me and we were good friends and I like broke his heart. Like, that's what I want to write about. And then we just kind of like went off of that. And it was such a cool process to see everyone kind of like, you know, someone shouts something out and everyone else is like, yeah, that's so dope, you know, and you kind of just like flow off of that. But it's always interesting to hear what people's like creative process is like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we were, I was actually saying yesterday, we had a session yesterday and I was like, wow, I feel like the best songs come out where you're in a space with people that you feel comfortable enough to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And I think honestly, that's why a lot of our more successful songs that show a bit more emotion there have been female co-writers in the room that kind of they kind of pull that out of you in a weird way yeah yeah um because obviously we have and our best friends and we're we're <laughs> always talking about stuff but like yeah sometimes you need that kind of um that presence in the room to be like well how are you actually feeling you know um yeah yeah well you actually mentioned writing for other people and that was another question that we were going to ask is would you say that it's easier to write for someone else or easier to write, you know, be in control of your own music? It's a good question. I think it's a really, it's probably a super difficult question because we write for some artists that have a very similar mentality to us. Where yeah, I guess it depends on who we're writing with. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I mean, artists are very interesting people a lot of the time, right? Uh, and yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're some of our favorite artists that we write with that, I wouldn't say difficult because that sounds like a, a negative word, right? But like, they're, they want it to feel so genuine to them that sometimes you can't hit a wall. Um, but yeah, then there yeah. have been artists like, the first one that came to mind was uh, the artist Vincent. That it was our first time meeting him and the first song we wrote was such a vulnerable three hour session and we got, we like hit hit, we hit it in the perfect timing for how he was feeling and how we were feeling. And mm. yeah, what, what would you say? Uh, I guess you just have to figure out like, how you, you work with these people, the, the different artists, because like, I feel like with some people, they kind of just write the song and you're just there to kind of support them. Like every now and then you'll throw in a little idea here that they might like, or like a melody here that they're, they're into. But a lot of the times it's just them kind of coming up with their own ideas and you're just helping them formulate what they're yeah. trying to say, you know? So it's not really like, at least that's in my experience when we work with different artists and uh, because it's true, like they're trying to tell their story and we're just there to help really at that point. So I feel like on the, the yeah. production side of things, it could be, um, a fun and sometimes uh, confusing process because especially now in quarantine, a lot of times they're not really able to be there with you 24 seven while you're working on a production. Mm, yeah. So you'll yeah. send a version and then it might not be what they're expecting or, or you know what I mean? And for us too, even yeah. receiving things where we're super hands on. And if we got like a video cut for something that we, you know, weren't expecting to look a certain way, I could see how from the other artist's perspective, it would be a, it'd be a, you'd want to be stubborn about it and really get what you want, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, totally. Have you ever written for, I, I only was involved in a writing session with one other person and we wrote a song called Heartbreak Like a Gangsta because that was like their <laughs> style. And so like not, I mean on the inside, yes, but like not my <laughs> style of like how I sing or whatever. And I just remember like, it was like such a fun experience because we're like lyrics about like popping bottles of champagne and whatever that like I wouldn't necessarily write in my own stuff. Yeah. So have you ever like written with someone where their style was so opposite that it was like, fun because you got even it felt like playing like, like you got to just a side yeah. of you or something like that <laughs> yeah i think we're especially lately even more where like like i said as we're trying to even get more eclectic in our genre collaborating with these other artists that are um i, I mean i i think we aspire to get in rooms for hip-hop and these other artists i think yeah. we just had one this week with a, a girl with like a very soulful voice still pop but some of the stuff she was doing wasn't it wasn't very grid it was kind of like falling in and out of timings that I was like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm just going to follow her lead here. And, and it, 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 yeah. it is, it's, it's like a really cool palate cleanser too, because um, when you sometimes write with the same people, you have a system and it's cool to break that up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We worked with someone last year who was like straight up a rapper, which was really dope. But like writing with her, like she was just rapping and that's not really like our thing. We do it as like a joke with our friends, but it's not really like our bread and butter. So yeah, that, yeah, it was yeah. definitely interesting. And it was like you said, it's fun because you don't really do it all the time. And it was definitely refreshing. But at the same time, like trying to figure out how we could, you know, assist her when we really can't, you know, that well. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we did a poll. We asked people to just ask questions, you know, like we've all, you know, our favorite bands, we like have questions we wish we could ask. So we had everyone channel that and we had a lot of your fans write in that were like, yes, my favorite band. Awesome. Um, so we're just going to kind of like pop some off and then you guys can answer give the people what they want that's you know? what they right. want that's what they're asking yeah. um first question is um which of your songs means the most to you i think just say it which, know, of, your, it's a hard which of your children is your favorite right, pretty much. The others yeah, will know. don't tell the others yeah uh. either for me i think it's either just say it or you belong those two i feel like were cool turning points i feel like for us sonically and like it was i think just say it was like our first like super emotional song and we really tapped into like a chill hits vibe that we kind of embodied yeah for a lot of our stuff now yeah I, i'd say you belong because you belong I, a big one too I think us. there's so many things that um conspired around that song we were on a tour where we had to finish it and we rented a studio in the middle of wisconsin to finish it and it, there were just a lot of different things and and i remember that was the first one that got on new music friday us and we were like i was crying i don't know why i was crying um <laughs> but it's just yeah i i feel like that song even outside of how it sounds but like the journey of that was a really really cool one that that brought us to another level i think yeah yeah that's awesome oh it was my turn sorry um, <laughs> does we're so professional does having fans scare you have you had any scary situations or just the thought of like people being obsessed with you in that way yeah i feel like i mean we haven't really gotten that like scary fan yet you know what i mean that's really kind of put a bad taste in her mouth at least not yeah, me i don't know i mean I, i've definitely had uh, yeah. a, a couple um yeah i <laughs> I, I think it, it's funny i was talking to someone about it this week I, I think it all comes with with what we're all doing you know we're, we're mm -hmm. putting our faces mm -hmm. out there we're putting our creative out there and i no i think it's exciting i think um a, a lot of fans of ours you're right in the respect that we weirdly have the most respectful fans i think um, especially being a male artist and having a primarily female fans too, 
there really, it, mm -hmm. there's a lot of appreciation for the music and not like, you know, take your shirt off and like send me your feet, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't think... I don't they show a lot of love too. I feel like I very rarely see any kind of shade or hate from our fans, you know, mm -hmm. or just random people that, you know, That's come nice. across us. It's just really refreshing. I'm sure at some point it'll maybe if, if we keep uh, going up, maybe there'll, there'll be people that want to throw shade at us, but it comes with the territory, like you said. So, yeah. Yeah. That kind of leads into the next question. Is there anything that you're worried about with everything that comes with going up and like getting bigger and more recognized? Uh, it's a good question. I feel like... Because it's scary. Just, I just feel like making sure that we stay healthy together. Because, I mean, we've been the same way since we started. And just... I, I don't think I'd ever be concerned. But just making sure that we're... We're always open and communicating about and stuff. I don't know if we're allowed to curse. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, you're fine. You guys, we can believe shit. it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No, actually, I, I have the same exact answer. I feel like, especially the past couple of years, um, with our manager as well, like, we our level of communication is so it's at such a great place right now um because there is like as we are growing there are like real life discussions of of the boring stuff like money and this and all that and and i think we've been navigating it so well that i can only hope that we kind of stay on that path you know yeah yeah it's i mean when you're involved in like a creative outlet it's it's very much tied to like you so like if you're not in a healthy place or, you know, we've had some episodes we've gone to record and I'm like a feeder. Like I need you to like give me your energy and be happy for me to like feel that way too. And where Ashley is like super, just like mellow. So like there'd I'm be the sometimes I would like be like, chillest. I need five <laughs> seconds of like uninterrupted eye contact. Like I need you to hype me up. Yeah. Um, so because like what you do, like you don't just go in and read a script. Like you don't just have like tracks playing and you're not playing. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah. you're, yeah. it's you that's involved. And I think especially with what we do and also music, like I'm such a, I love when I can like feel emotion coming from when someone's singing and I can feel that connection, which is totally a thing. Like people are like, how do you hear it? But you hear it when it's like someone's heart being poured into it. So it is so important that you're, making sure that you're healthy so that you can output like a healthy, creative, best version of yourself. Yeah, I mean, so. but, I but we just found out that Taryn and I would be in a duo then. Cause we I are, was going to say, Taryn is Justin and Ashley is Slavo. Yeah, we are literally the same exact person. Because <laughs> sometimes I come in, I'm like, I got this idea. Da, da. And Slavo's like, cool, cool, cool. Oh my gosh. No, Wait, me, literally, literally me. Exact same. I'll be like, I want to tell you the story. And I tell her and then she's like, cool, that's cool. And I'm like, I'm going to go cry for five minutes, restructure. I'll right come back. back in. But I'm like, I'm fully into it. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so into yep. it. I just, I don't know why I can't express it yep. any further, yeah. but I like it. So yeah. maybe that's why we work so well together. Yeah, exactly. We're literally our doppelgangers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's hilarious. Um, did you do the last one? Taryn and I, like, we were like, let's do every other, but I don't have that memory. It's okay. I, don't know. I, I got it. I got it. it. Uh, the, the fans want to know, do you like One Direction? This is important. Love Think we about love your one answer. Yeah, I love them. Love them. Oh. Yeah. We're, we're, Stockholm like, Syndrome is, I think, our favorite song. Yeah. You know, I well, remember. Wait, what did you say? Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, okay. 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 Personal fave. Great song. You know, I remember we were driving to the ferry once in New York and Infinity just came out. And I remember we were in the car listening to it. And uh, yeah, I think they're, I can't, I like. We used to sing 18 too. We did that at like some college shows and stuff here and there. Yeah, I think th what they've done 
and how they've grown to their solo projects is super inspiring too. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. It, oh, and Zane sure. just had a baby, right? Congrats, Zane! Shout out, Zane! Um, we also uh, <laughs> we played a Firefly Festival, and um, later that night we went to go see. Was it Lil Wayne? I think. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, and we got hit with like this. Was it a soccer ball or some type of ball yeah, in our yeah. head? And we turn around like, who, who the hell did that? And it's Louis. Uh, and he was right next to us. <laughs> and he was with his friends. That's yeah. so funny. And we were like, and then we went up to him and his bodyguard almost snapped my neck. And it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw in like a personal question. You've lived in New York and now you're living in LA. I know that this is a sucky time to be living in LA. I was going to say, LA has not had a fair but shot. if yeah. you were to like pick a favorite, what would it be? They're so different. I mean, I I, I personally like, like New raspy York. there for a second. I like New York better, on a personal, yeah. personal response. But. Yeah, I mean, I I've lived my entire life in New York, and there, yeah, there's pros and cons. But LA is really growing on me, and I feel like even our situation in LA outside of quarantine, um, just like right, yeah. our day to day of getting in the studio and and like uh, how far we are from each other, and like there there is yeah, it's really cool. But we do have like. Like my family's in New York, our best friends who I've known since I was like 14, uh, all 10 of our friends are like still there. So, um, yeah, it, it's tough. I think it's important to discern, though. My answer is like, I don't no shade to Staten Island, but I don't prefer Staten Island over L.A. I would take L.A. over Staten Island any day. I prefer Manhattan <laughs> or like Brooklyn. Oh, or, okay, you know I, I got to clarify. Big, big yes, yes, yes. <laughs> big. That is a huge, huge difference. <laughs> Okay. Um, what is the hardest thing that comes with being a musician and how do you get through it? I think uh, just staying excited, especially since we've been doing it for five years. I mean, we get in the studio pretty much every day and we're working mm -hmm. on stuff. So keeping each other excited about what we're doing and, and staying creative and fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Even like outside of like writing the music, but like throwing in the, the past year, we've been able to throw in like a lot of I don't know, brand collaborations and, and stuff like that. And really just trying to mm. expand who we are as creatives. Cause I think we're learning every day, you know, like all, a lot of people don't know this and we don't really um, talk about it in interviews a lot, but all of our videos we direct and Salevo edits all of them as well. So we're, we're like very oh, that's much. Incredible. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. And we're very much. Wait, obsessed. can we talk about the caffeine video? It's not out yet. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. It yeah, will yeah. be when comes this out with tomorrow. It'll be out uh, when this comes, comes out, out tomorrow. So yeah, it will be out the by the time. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to talk about that. Yeah. Okay, I loved like the concept, the vibe. It was so dope. All of your like love interests were like prime picks. The Kelly, yeah, life size was -Lo. a touch, yeah. like yeah. a perfect yeah. touch, cherry on top. I wanted to know, did you guys pick your like girls, your dream girls for the video? Yeah. Yeah, Justin and I sat in this room and he he pitched the idea to me originally. He was like, "What if we're like obsessed with a girl?" And then I was like, "Why don't we all just..." have our own girl like we, we could all be yeah. obsessed with a yeah. girl yeah and then uh we just threw a bunch of different names around from that era and i i remember we just ended up on those three and yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny we were talking before about like um pitching an idea to each other and like energies but i was uh, it was pretty late at night and i i was listening to the song saliva was working on something and and i sent that concept the general concept to a couple of people before i said it to him because i was like i gotta pitch this perfectly right yeah. it's gotta land <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, and, and your response, I was like, oh, I think we're going to do this. And um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's really interesting because uh, the whole concept we brought to our co-director, Russell, and it, it really is super, um, it's like really relevant to where we're at now because like I'm, I watch Saved by the Bell every day. Like that's still yep. such a big part of my life. Um, 
So to be able to incorporate that is like a really, yeah, it's just a cool homage to. And it's funny too, know. like we didn't really think about it this way, but even Tyra Banks being the host of Dance with the Stars was like kind of fell in our laps. We, we yeah. picked her before yeah. that even was thing. J-Lo, you know, did the Super Bowl, which was crazy. So relevant, yeah. And uh, yeah, like they're, they all kind of are s still super relevant these days, which is like a cool thing, you know. Yeah. To keep yeah. them involved in that. No, I loved it. Everybody listening, stop what you're doing. Go watch it. It's definitely worth it. Thank, Thank you. Big Kelly. Big Kelly Big Kapowski Kelly fan. fan. So I was pumped <laughs> on that. That's awesome. Um, so one of your listeners wrote in and said one. They said one of my favorite bands. So that's cute. That. Um, they Their main question was, do you think of the person that you're singing Ooh, about tea. while you're singing? I think maybe there's two songs. There's a couple, yeah. Yeah. Because once again, like when we write... A lot of the time, even if it is personal to begin with, it becomes everyone's kind of story. But I think there, um, I think Ain't Got Much To Go reminds me of someone. Um, all the It's feels, usually, to be honest, it's usually Justin has some like story and he's like, yo, let's write about this. And I'm like, all right, cool. So when I'm, when I'm singing, I'm thinking about the person that he's thinking about and it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> so, Just strumming really along like, okay, that's where I, I gotta like shake myself that's out funny. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. interesting. I love, that was a good question. Yeah, that was really good. Um, how often do you get writer's block? Uh, it happens every now and then. I feel like it's not something that we... Luckily, we have each other. So if one of us have having an off day, the other one usually can compensate for it. I swear, I feel but, like we... Like, real writer's block was one time. It was waiting, waiting tables. tables. Yeah. Like, years ago where we were like... We beat ourselves up over that one. Yeah, we, yeah and, and you get in your own head. That's really what writer's block is. Um, yeah. But li I literally think that's the only session in our entire career that we... We were like, we got to walk around. We got to get Italian ices. We got to do jumping Go jacks. We got to figure it out. And, um, but other than that, no. We, if one of us is stuck, it takes one person unlocking one thing. And then you're kind of like on the highway yeah. there. Yeah. And it's funny. We have so many songs just on a hard drive that we'll never see the light of day. And they all you never have know. Like, they, could, they could make a comeback. You never it's know. True. It's funny. We have uh, our buddy Jake Miller has like the same thing where he has a bunch of songs and his problem with his fans is he'll like mention a song randomly that he just has and all his fans will be like, oh my God, release it and blow it up. And then he almost feels yeah. like he's obligated to release it. Yeah. Luckily, yeah, yeah. We, we try to keep the name secret, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get too excited. <laughs> um, do you deal with comparison to other bands? I feel like early on we did. Um, what was the question? Uh, do we deal with comparisons oh, to other bands? Yeah, uh, yeah I, I feel like it's so weird to say, but this year has been such a an odd year, but slightly kind to us in the respect where, like, last year we were in L.A. Um, just for writing trips for uh, six months total, meeting with major labels and kind of getting, like, the typical shit where it's like, but are you the chain smokers? Because it's two of you. But both of you sing. Yeah. And it was just, like, really not um, clicking for a lot of stuff. And, and I think now with the the momentum that we're building, we don't need to even answer those questions anymore. It, whatever it is, mm -hmm. is kind of yeah. working in some capacity. So, um, yeah, I yeah. feel like whenever people listen to our stuff, I, we got a lot of the, the 1975, yep. just people, just that ulti sound. Sometimes we, we like to bring out and even like Charlie Puth, I think we're big fans of, and especially me on the production side, I like to kind of emulate a lot of stuff he does. So sonically, I think mm. it comes, you know, we get a lot of Charlie Puth. And know. I think in some form that kind of comparison's flattering you know like i yeah. think there's yeah right, yeah if it well especially when it's a dope band you're yeah, like exactly. i'm like okay I'll yeah take exactly that it's like oh thank manually, you uh, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah oh my god stop it <laughs> <laughs> love that well i think that brings up an interesting thing because i think a lot of people um 
I, I only dealt with it a little bit when I was like, oh, should I do music, whatever. But a lot of people don't realize that whole part of it. Like when you start to get involved of like getting the right things in place and contracts and whatever, so much is pushed on you of like, well, you should have this look, you should do this sound, you should do, you know, the concept, the look, all this stuff that a lot of times I think artists get super, I know with me, like, I was getting pushed like this, like Gwen Stefani feel, which is like literally polar opposites of like who I am. So it's a lot of like, you're like, okay, but you're critiquing like literally who we are, like as artists, as people. And so I think a lot of people don't understand all of that that comes in the beginning and the discouragement that can come with it. And then, you know, if you stick with like, no, this is our sound, this is who we are. Sometimes that means deals fall through and things don't happen. So I would love if you could talk about that because I think that's not talked about too much. Yeah, I think I even like to start by saying girls in the industry get it way worse than I think guys do, which is really up. Yeah. Um, But I mean, yeah, I feel like we've only had a couple moments where we've ever had like our image questioned and uh, we just shrug it off. I mean, at that point, it's like, okay, you don't get it. So we'll move on. Yeah, I'd say our solution to that in our career, even from a sonically thing, like how we should sound um, we've only invited people onto our team that don't question any of that ever. Like, and honestly, yeah. we're, we're super grateful that our, and it's like a running joke, but we just had a call with our like newer label and our management. And, uh, and our manager says, I never even ask what the video concept is. L- like yeah. we're lucky that our team creatively n- has never even had input on a song. You know, because it yeah. just trust you. Yeah. They, they trust the path that we're going on creatively and, they found other avenues to help, right? Yeah, too, and like, uh, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, but people we worked with since day one on the project, um, I remember the first video we were gonna put out, they were so against us doing it, and they just like didn't yeah. like the aesthetic, and they didn't, they didn't, think, didn't think it was a good idea. And the two of us were like, this is what we wanna do, like it's, it's something cool, something new, and ended up doing really well for us, and, and you know, nothing against them, we still love them, but it's like one of those things that when people are that adamant about something that you're that, at, uh, you know, passionate, passionate about yeah. i feel like it tells you a lot about like how you're going to work with them you know what i mean and, or, and we, or, yeah and we left them shortly after and i don't think that was a, the sole reason but it was more like it, it long story short it was a very low budget thing we filmed that was in a hallway but it felt really real mm-hmm. to us and mm-hmm. we had filmed the exact same song but it was a bit more of a high budget um and we were like wow that just this feels way more like our friendship. We're like bouncing around and, and being us. And uh, and funny yeah. enough, that was the start of me starting to edit the videos for us. And to this day, I mean, I still do it. So it's like one of those things where like, yeah. it just made sense and it stuck, you know? Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, especially, again, I feel like this episode is like creative episode, but there's, there's a difference from like enhancing something and then like stifling it and trying to like, you know, hard turn, like to go to a different direction. And exactly, I think a yeah. lot of creatives... And what people don't understand in more of like the production, like business side of it is when they do that stifling, like you're losing out on so much that can come of it. So I think, yeah, a partnership is like so important. Yeah, it's kind of similar, but different. Um, I went through this weird phase with my YouTube channel of of like not being able to just catch up and and keep putting content out. So I, I went through a phase of trying to find editors to hire to edit my videos for me. And it was such a weird transitional period trying to explain to them what I wanted it to be like and what my vibe is. And I kept trying to throw different stuff at me that I didn't like. And the weird thing is like full circle, now Taryn is the one who helps me edit, but it makes sense that she 
she knows who I am, like at my core. She knows my vibe. She knows what kind of stuff I like. So I didn't even have to <laughs> tell her. <laughs> um, I didn't even have to tell her like that I wouldn't like this clip. Like she'll just automatically get rid of it without me even having to tell her. And that's just because you know I'm we're connected talented. like that. And exactly. she's so so talented. Yeah, no, it, it's funny you say that because l like I said before, Slavo edits our stuff, and uh, very early on, because it was a new thing for me, it was very I was very micromanaging, like trying to, to really look at everything he's doing, and now. Yeah, we, we, we've been with each other for five, six years. You know, there's certain things that he knows uh, if I look stupid in something. And sometimes he'll leave it in there just to get a, you know, a row out of me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> like, dude, look at you. Yeah, exactly. But no, I, I, I think that's sort of genuineness. Um, we're just grateful that our team really, um, embraces, yeah, it, yeah. really embraces it. Yeah. I love this next question. I know. Next question. Do you listen to your own songs? All the ever? time. Or do you think it's annoying? All the time. All the time, yeah. All, <laughs> Just on repeat. By, by myself, yeah. Um, I've, <laughs> I try not to around other people because that's pretty <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, every right. now and then. Right. So the cool thing about like um, working on so many different songs and like obviously we listen to them all the time, but like living with my fiance, if we're out on the road, like I'll play her a couple songs to say, and I'm sure you're the same way, but like, yep. do you have like one that you like more than the other? Like, and I try to get the, the taste of, yeah. you know, obviously I really Thoughts. care about her and her opinion. So something like that, I think that's more the reason why I like to listen to a lot of the stuff. And then I, I like to listen to our stuff and then switch to something that's like the hottest thing right now and just see how it compares and how we could do better. And yeah, you know, that's cool. Yeah. I, I find myself because I mean, I love Slavo's fiance. She's like the, the most dope person. And I find myself asking you a lot. Hey, have you played this for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that... what did she think? What were her thoughts? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And her favorite songs you belong to. So there we go. Yeah, there you go. It's <laughs> unanimous. Do you ever like ask people? I always think it's so interesting because like, you know, you write something with like a message behind it. And then if you ask someone like, hey, what did this song like? What emotions did it evoke? Like, what did it make you like think of? Or what do you think it's written about? And sometimes they'll say something like totally like different from like, your original yeah, intent do you guys ever just like ask people like oh what like what do you think this is about yeah one thing comes to mind there was a you talk about the video recap or whatever of waiting tables of waiting tables yeah, yeah there, we did a video for one of our singles waiting tables and um someone posted like uh, what is it like a review or recap on youtube and they like broke yeah. down each mm -hmm. like line and lyric kind of thing and with the video and and it was such a deep dive into a dark place of this song and i was like I was like, damn, totally not what this is about. This is about me, like, being a waiter. Uh, yeah. You're like, I yeah. need to check in on myself. Am I okay? Right? Like, am I crying out the so, Yeah, they were like, it was like this big internal battle, like, depression and stuff, which oh we never gosh. even thought of in general. But, like, I guess you can kind of interpret yeah. it the way that this person did. Yeah, and I feel like it's cool. Like, with our song Lovely, uh, there are so many fans that are like, they, yeah, they, although it's, it's a personal thing, but... For them, they interpret it differently. It reminds them of a certain person in their life, and it's like their anthem of that person. So sometimes it's cool. I mean, that was cool, just a little bit dark. I remember sending it to you, being like, "Were we feeling this dark when we wrote this?" Yeah. What yeah. Is it's this cool song too, about like, again? It's cool. Like uh, we have a song vinyl that um, I remember we had this. Was her name Terrence? Terrence too, right? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Taryn. Um, yeah. So <laughs> she. Uh, I think it was like her wedding song or something like that. She was obsessed yep. with this song. And it's just like cool to know that like a song that we just casually wrote about, you know, like kind of going back and, and 
being like in love like they used to back in the day and it was like such a big thing for her that she put on her wedding was so i don't know it's just such a cool thing really awesome yeah yeah i mean that's why music is so cool because it can like pull out something different for different people you know and there's like certain songs where i'm like oh my god it's like you wrote this when i was going through that and yeah, you yeah. feel connected to that person and i think that's what makes music like super cool i mm -hmm. agree yeah, yeah for sure. well that's kind of the end of our q a Everything that we do on this podcast usually comes from listeners. So they'll send in stories and we usually advise them um, like what we would do. Not in a professional way at all, but kind just of, like kind what of we would do if we were in that situation. Love um, someone wrote in and um, Taryn's going to read it off for us. I actually haven't heard it yet either. So we're going to be listening to it together. Cool. For yeah, it's kind of our, well, yeah, you guys said you've listened to a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, oh, yeah, the Bob Saget one. They're big, big fans. was awesome. I, I was, like, finding myself, like, fanboying, so, yeah. Yeah, oh, my God. Stop it. Same. Um, okay, so, yeah, we each usually, like, bring a story, and then the other person hasn't heard it, and we that way you get, like, prepared advice, and then also just, like, you know, off the cuff. Raw, Smart. on the spot. Cool. So, this one is titled, and I felt like this was a perfect one for you guys. Also, you're going to yell at me, because some of the stuff she says is stuff I say that you get annoyed with yeah. me about. Um <laughs> It's titled Professor Dream Destroyer at Your Service. Oh, that's a good title. It caught me. Hi, that's Ashley clever. and Taryn. Oh my gosh, if you read this, I might honestly explode. I am a huge fan. Your podcast has literally been getting me through quarantine. I love how much you guys help us all address and cope with some big issues we all face while at the same time making us laugh and giving us a safe place to escape all the craziness in the world. Okay, sorry, rant over. <laughs> we love you, anonymous. Aww. It's anonymous, by the way. Okay. Anonymous. So I have discovered that I am my own worst enemy in a lot of areas of life. I could literally teach a course on destroying one's own creativity and confidence. <laughs> I honestly don't know where it stems from because I grew up in a healthy household with very supportive, loving parents. Don't get me wrong. I have dealt with some encounters with bullies and negative failing situations, but nothing massive enough in my eyes to cause the crippling fear that seems to stop all of my dreams and goals before they even begin. I've always been a creative person. I'm a singer and I've been singing pretty much my whole life. Here's where the incredibly frustrating slap some sense into her part comes. <laughs> I have always been told I have a great voice. I'm always chosen for solos and performance opportunities. In other words, I receive constant validation from others that I do in fact have talent. But what I tell myself is different. I'm so in my head anytime I sing or perform, putting so much effort into making sure every single note or phrase is perfect. Afterwards, I critique myself, tear myself down. And the one time I did a small show with my own songs, I refused and still to this day have never watched any footage from that night because my own songs are too personal and I just can't go there. Then whenever I desire to do anything with music, there's a deafening voice inside laughing saying, you know, you're not good enough. So the desire just stops there. I can't even try. It's not just with singing. Basically anything that causes me to step out and lean on my own talent or skill is shut down by me before I even attempt. I can't seem to get past myself and I honestly don't know what to do about it. Then enter quarantine. My creative side is dying slowly. My motivation is little to none. And I'm stuck in my apartment with me and my dream crusher self. I guess what I would love advice on is how to get past fear of failure. How do you make your love or passion for something outweigh the practical side of possibly not being successful? And how do you motivate yourself in the whole stay indoors time? 
Wow. Thank you for giving me space to write this out. I feel like it was a mini therapy session and you haven't even read it yet. Love you both. Anonymous. Oh, cute. Wow. Wow. That was, that was deep. That was a lot. Yeah. I'm like, right. <laughs> let's, what part do we want to I mean, there, I feel like first. there's so many things to attack on Do you that. guys want to jump in first? Give your advice as musicians? Yeah. I mean, I, I resonate with that a lot. I think before I met Slavo, um, I was kind of on the journey for, for a little bit on my own um, as an artist. And I think the, all I could recommend, especially when it seems like she has those people around her that are um, really supporting her and, and mm. you know, seeing this talent in her, it's just surrounding yourself with the right team. I think they're mm. a, a great example of this. And I love the story is that um, Brock Hampton, the boy band, met each other on a, a Kanye West forum, I think. And it was like through the internet, but they were all kind of talented lost souls and, and, and really just reaching out for other people to be there to kind of push them. Mm. So I don't think it, I don't think beating up yourself that you against the world can push yourself to do these certain things. I think it is okay to admit that, Hey, maybe I kind of need to start bringing on other people into my circle. Um, yeah. What would you say? Yeah. I think, um, I don't really struggle with that problem as much. Um, which I'm very fortunate for. But I mean, I think whenever I do feel that way, it's because something that I thought I was supposed to achieve didn't happen. And I kind of beat myself up over it and try to figure out why I didn't, you know? And I yeah. think just the idea of, of on all levels of what we do just in life, people are dealing with the same, you know, problems. And just knowing that I think helps me too. Like I'm not the only one that yeah. get, gets upset about this stuff or, or beats myself up over it. And um, yeah, I think that's just a big part of it. Um, just, just understanding that you're not the only one that feels this way about stuff. You know, there's people that are killing it and, um, you know, that are out there in the world that look like they're like doing, doing the best stuff and that are, are super successful and they still deal with the same stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just to add to that too, I like, I think, and you kind of just said it, but before anyone was successful, they weren't right. Mm -hmm, and, and, right, uh, yeah. and I, and I try to think about that often and like, I, um, if I went on like my Facebook messenger and I was scrolling through old messages and I see that my first videos I put on YouTube, I was spamming all my Facebook friends to check out, you know, cause mm -hmm. I like a hundred views and was better it's than zero, deal. you know? And, yeah. and I think, uh, I think everyone starts there and it's in, yeah, just stay the course. It's all part of the process. But the being process. that we're both, uh, duos finding someone yet yeah, to, to support and maybe work with is maybe a, a good move for her i agree you know? yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah no that's so true and then like listening to her she sounded so self-deprecating mm. and i feel like the biggest thing that needs to change like right off the bat is how anonymous how you think about yourself and how you yeah. talk to yourself and um i think once you start treating yourself a little more kindly like I don't know. I feel like you would just respond better. You're going to start being more creative. All these different things are going to happen that give you confidence. Um, and then like the first thing that's just frustrating is you, I feel like you can't grow unless <laughs> you look and listen to your old stuff. Like there's, there's not going to be any kind of um, response or change in any way if you don't listen to whatever you're putting out, yeah. you know, and I'm not saying go like be you know, super narcissistic and listen to all your stuff 24 <laughs> seven or do honestly, <laughs> I mean, whatever makes it work, but sometimes like, you got to gas yourself. Up, <laughs> you need to be able to critique yourself. And I think something really freeing will come when you finally let not only yourself watch those videos, but allow close people in your life that love you and want to like 
ultimately want the best for you to look at it as well. Yeah. I think too, like, like you had said, I think a lot of people just don't talk about that part of like being nervous. Like I Mm. literally, my first onstage solo, I was four years old. I had no front teeth and I sang happy birthday Jesus with an adult choir and orchestra, (laughs) which I will totally post on our Instagram. Um, but like I've been singing forever, but still to this day, like when I step on stage, like my nerves take over. Like I'm super in my head. Like I can relate a lot to what she was saying. Like after I'm done singing, all I need, I want to hear like if someone thought it was good or like whatever, like I get super involved in that. And I've realized over the years, like that's what like robs me from just enjoying like being on stage and singing. And like, um, when you're too in your head, that's where the emotion side of like music can get kind of Mm -hmm. blurry. So, um, I would definitely say, I think it's important to remember, like everyone deals with it and everyone's it's nervous so common. and especially like you obviously anonymous, like care about this enough, like almost too much. Like you're so, yeah. you know, music and singing is so important to you. That is why you're so scared of it. Yeah. But I think, you know, like we've all said, like you have to have a couple failures to like, then look back and be like, Oh, remember that one song that yeah. sucked? You okay. know what I mean? But like now I've, found my groove and and it's the whole like trial and error that needs to happen but you're not alone no, I, still I was get just stage gonna fright. say like my very first youtube video i put out sucked it's still <laughs> out there but it sucked it was mortifying let's watch it but, <laughs> but um yeah. like it's your first anything like it's gonna it's gonna be rough and then you just have to kind of almost expect for it to not be amazing yeah for you to like cont- to get past that fear and then to just continue putting stuff out so yeah, I yeah. don't know. I feel like 2020 sucks, but it's also the year to just like try. Just right. do it anyway. Yeah, Self-reflect. Yeah, I totally agree. You guys are good at this advice thing. We, we may come to you every oh, week. You know. yeah, yeah, right, right? Yeah. Oh, we're here. I do have a minor in counseling, so. She loves to remind everyone about that. <laughs> Duly noted. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Anonymous, for writing in. Hopefully yeah. that little mini brainstorm session for you was helpful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have a side question just because I'm weird and curious that I'm not alone. Do you guys like, when you get nervous, do you get nervous before you play? Yeah, live or oh, record. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but it's, a, it's an energy. How does? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How do your nerves present like physically? Like, do, does anything weird happen? Like, do we perspire? Like, do we? Uh... Um. Yeah, I think the like, because you know, sometimes like shows are different, right? Um. But mm-hmm. at my most nervous, I tend to be in my own box on stage. Like, I really won't step okay. out a lot. Um, also I, I know you say this often, but like when we're not even nervous, but like when it's an uncomfortable audience, if we're opening up for a band or, and it's not our fans per se, I, I know I tend to look down more often than I probably should. I'll say, yeah, we, mm-hmm. I've, I've noticed when I've watched like videos back of us, we both tend to look down and sometimes we'll like rush through talking points when we could easily just chill out and like talk yeah. to the audience and be like super cool. <sighs> That's but yeah. It's tough yeah. when you're like worried about how everyone's, you know, perceiving your show and yeah. Yeah. And the energy is I have off, you know? one knuckle in my finger, this knuckle right here, that feels like it's being electrocuted. I don't know why. Oh, no. I feel oh, like wow. I should get it checked out. But I know when I'm really nervous when I'm like, ah, oh, frick, my finger. <laughs> Next time we're going to go see a performer and we'll be looking at your knuckle. Making yeah. sure yeah. Yeah. going on with this. We're going to put our knuckle on like, for you. Knuckles <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs> Blood flow. Yeah. yeah. Um, well... We also are very aware that you have a new single. We talked about mm-hmm. it already. That's coming out the 25th of September. Um, we were wondering if you would be willing to give us a little sneak peek. 
maybe yeah. sing yeah, a verse or a chorus. We, we've never sang this ever live. Yeah. So really? This, yeah, oh this is gosh, our own. Oh, we practiced before this. We're, oh, yeah. We're yeah. not that crazy. Yeah, we practiced about, about, <laughs> about 30 minutes ago. Um, but yeah, no, uh, this is our new single, Caffeine. We'll do a little chorus. This is cool. I miss I shows, so we'll just I'm sit thriving. back and relax now. I want you. It's way too late. I'm restless. I'm wide awake every time I lay down. I can't sleep. You're keeping me up. I'm like, I need you. And if you knew without you, you in my room every time I lay down. I can't sleep. You're keeping me up. Caffeine. Yes. We have a clap button. That's all we know. I hit it. Oh, you guys. Oh, how do you I don't know it? if I can hear I that. I don't think you guys can hear, but our roadcaster has like sound effects buttons. And it's my favorite thing to try to hit the one I mean to, but I never do. Oh but I God. did. I don't think you heard she it. She hit a loud applause. So you had applause. Nice. It was a big crowd thank applause. You, thank you, thank it was you. great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on here. Um, I loved this. Yeah, just this talking about all this stuff. And I think a lot yeah. of people can relate with just finding that motivation and where does creativity come from and all that stuff. Especially this year. Especially this year. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to shout out like your socials or where can people find you and your music? All of the above. Yeah. Um, it's fly by midnight everywhere. Um, and, and Love that. new everywhere. single caffeine featuring Chaffee out now videos out and we're stoked about it. And uh, yeah, just to all of our fans, friends, family. Thank you guys for making this all possible. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining. Um, we'll be back next week with some... Wait, is October series next yes. week? <gasps> Our you first... guys don't know, but last year we had an October series where we did Freaking Strictly epic. Scary Stories, and wow. it was insane. So that's starting soon, and we're very excited about yes. it. Yes. Um, so still, if you have stories, anything like scary, whatever, send it in. But well, if you guys have stories, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, take we'll them. some. We'll send in a video where, with our costumes on and everything. A joke, yes. a joke that yes, we... Uh, it's literally what we do. Yeah. A joke yes, that we please. love to tell so is that uh, Justin and I, when, we, when we're in hotel rooms on tour, I like to act like I'm possessed and scare the uh, out of him. Why? Uh, Just because uh, it's funny and uh, I think it's, uh, it's so good. I, I don't think you guys understand. It is literally the worst thing ever because after shows, we go out to a bar and we get like a little bit drunk and I want to go to bed. And then he, right. he has a lamp next to him and he turns it out and then he turns it nah. back on and he goes... <laughs> It's so, uh -uh. it's so oh, funny. No. Uh -uh. So in honor of your uh, That's scary no October. Me. Yeah. Hard Jeez. pass, hard pass. No thanks. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining. Thanks and for we you. will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.